Good morning, everyone. This is Monika speaking. Welcome to Bliss Bits, where we tap into little bits of wisdom that help us to live a blissful life today and always. I'm so very glad to have you guys here with me this morning. It's been six weeks and I've missed everyone. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, today's topic is get the funk out, which um, is <laughs> it's a, a title that I just love and it makes me giggle. And our guest speaker is Janine Bernstein. So she hosts and produces a weekly radio show on KUCI 88. Uh, 88.9 FM called Get the Funk Out. And um, I actually had the pleasure of being interviewed on that show, which is how Janine and I met. And we had such a lovely chemistry. I was really excited when she accepted to be on Bliss Bits today. Um, and, you know, her premise is that we all have, or we have all had our share of funks, and life is one big crazy roller coaster ride. Uh, and so she helps us to figure out how to get through those funks. She holds a doctorate in media and technology and other degrees in education and communication. Welcome to the show, Janine. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. What a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Um, so tell me, what inspired you to start that show, and how did you come up with that title? Uh, let's see. I wanted a show title that would embarrass my family and friends. No, that's not it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted I was faced with a situation where I had lost a friend and I just couldn't believe it. I had known this person since ninth grade and it devastated me and I I went around actually digging up all her friends and family members and an ex fiance or two and kind of building a story of her network, her people, and I thought wow, this girl really was in a funk, and it's so sad and devastating to me that she could not find her way out. Her solution to, from what I heard, um, was drinking and antidepressants and other things, and I just felt like it was just, there was a no, there was no way out of her funk, and it made me so sad, and I had taken time off from doing my radio show, and all of a sudden, one day I woke up and I said, why is it some people can get the funk out and other people can't? I mean, we go through these tough times, and we sometimes you don't want to get out of your pajamas. You don't want to do your laundry. You're, you know, your place is a mess. You don't have anybody over. Um, you go through that period, but slowly you make your way out where others can't. And so I decided to make my focus on inspiring people to get out of their funk because there are so many people who go through all sorts of things, personal, professional changes, and they end up doing creative and interesting things after they've weathered a storm. Yeah, and it, it really is interesting because the way that we look at our funks um, is so interesting, right, because some – People, the the biggest thing in the entire world. You look at it and you can they can pull out of it, and then right. there are other people that just they get it a funk, and then every little thing takes them deeper, right? right? Instead of right. 
you know, them sort of figuring, figuring it out. And it is really, really hard and really sad. I've known a lot of people like that too. So right. I, I really appreciate your show. Um, so tell me, how can funks be powerful life lessons that push us into new directions? Well, I'm going to share some tools with your listeners, but one thing I do want to say is it's important not to beat yourself up. No one can say to you, you know, by next month you need to be done with your grieving. You need to be moving on, and it's all very subjective. It's very, very personal. And I'm just going to share some advice for trying to help you find your own way at your own time frame. So one of the first things I would suggest is care for yourself. I mean, perhaps take a yoga class. Do something that you've never tried before. You know, maybe you've always thought about, um, you know, you don't, you're not really a massage person, but you think you've heard that it might relax you, which it does. And uh, maybe you're not a big reader. Go check out the bestseller list. Just try to do some new and different things, whether it's, you know, painting or sculpting or some skill. Um, to take your mind off your current situation. Uh, the other thing I would suggest is, you know, people have this, this bucket list. You know, um, mine for a while, because I started guitar when I was 10, was getting back into guitar. And I remember being 23 and losing my job and my boyfriend at the same time and feeling so devastated. And then I kept dreaming I was an amazing guitarist. And finally, I woke up and I'm like, why do I keep having these dreams? This is ridiculous. Pay attention, Janine. So I enrolled in guitar lessons, and I took these lessons for nine years. Wow. Yeah, and I, I just, you know, I just feel like you should, there's, it's never too late. This is a great quote from my friend who passed away. It's never too late to be what you might have been. That's a George Eliot quote. Mm-hmm. It's never too late to be what you might have been because, People say, oh, I can't play electric guitar. You know, I'm 50 years old. Oh, please. That is so silly. You can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. And, you know, and and I love that point Um, because the thing is this, I think, and I'm, I'm guilty of this myself is mm-hmm. that we get so wrapped up in all the things we're supposed to be doing or should be doing or obligated to do, right. and we forget that life is supposed to be fun. There's supposed to be a level of fun and, sure. and caring for ourselves and um, yes. creating things that we love, and we forget to do it. And, and me right. too, you know, sometimes like dance is my deepest passion, and I mm-hmm. forget to dance or I forget to stretch because I'm so busy. And on those days that I don't do that, I definitely feel a difference in my day. Um, yes. And if I do it for too long, I can feel myself falling into a depression. So, yes. you know, really to be our very best in life, way beyond getting out of a funk, that mm-hmm. is one of the best ways to get out of funk is to create joyful pieces in our day. Yes. But it also makes us more productive and more capable in our life because we're feeling more happy and we're more relaxed, Absolutely. you know. So yes. it has so many benefits. And the idea of picking up something new, it just expands you. It allows you to think. And even if you love it or you don't or it works or it doesn't, it's right. an opportunity to play and experience, which is and another thing that really helps get us out of our funks, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. And I was going to say, you don't have to be great at it. I remember uh, – living in Boston and being really depressed, very lonely, and thinking, okay, what did I love to do when I was at summer camp? 
I don't know why this came to me, but what did I love to do? And I thought pottery. So I went to my local community center, and I enrolled in a pottery class. Now, I was awful. I could not throw that clay on that wheel, and it was wobbly. And But I ended up <laughs> laughing. I was laughing with these other people um, that were all different ages. And I had the best time. I didn't make the most interesting sculptures or whatever, but I had the most fun I had had in ages. Yeah. And you know what? And I think that that's so cool because we don't have to be good, right? We, as long as you let it go. Um, I do know I have another friend who's in a huge funk right now. And every time she does something, if it turns out not perfect or right or she's not good at it, it makes her feel even worse, which is horrible. Um, But it happens, right? And part of that is just being attached to an outcome rather than allowing yourself to play and experience and just have fun. Um, Because that's really what this is about is just figure out ways to have fun, right? And laugh. Exactly. Because, you know, and the other thing I want to add is sometimes you might have people in your your network for friends or family, and they might say, what in the world are you doing, you know? And you don't want to hear that. You, you, mm-hmm. just, you should just allow time to, to move through your own process, whatever that is. Um, maybe you want to take a crazy cooking class or something, and you, you don't want to be around anybody who's judgmental, who's toxic, who's not supportive, because that is not healthy for you. Right. Or just don't bother telling them. I mean, it's none of their business. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, sometimes we can't avoid hanging out with our parents, and maybe they're not super supportive. I'm not talking personally, but I do know a lot of people have that experience. And, you know, yeah. then you just don't talk about it. It's your business. It's your time. It's your catering to yourself and your own joy, right? You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I have I have to say, when I told my dad my radio show name was Get the Funk Out, he, he paused, and he says, I do not like that show name at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I was thinking, Janine, don't let that bother you. Don't let that deter you, you know? No. Not 10 <laughs> anymore. <laughs> no, and there's a level of playfulness that really um, exemplifies what you represent. So I just yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. So, um, I, you, you, can you share something specific you have been through and how you viewed a tough experience as a time to change and grow? Sure. Um, I actually just lost my dad in December, and he had uh, colon cancer, and he had been sick oh. for a very long time. And I... It's very interesting. I would go to yoga. That was one of the things I started doing, and I would do it with my daughter. And um, I found myself, I was very strong, but that's, after a while I would start to cry. And, but I, was, I would stay through the class, but I was crying because you're shedding so much emotion and memory and everything. And I felt, I felt like, you know what, it's okay to cry. This is part of the process. I don't have to stifle it and hold it inside because... It's just part of my healing, and I just felt like in the past when I've lost someone or gone through something, what I was doing was I was over-exercising and overdoing and hurting myself, and yoga is a totally different mindset, and it's more healing. And so um, I was kind of going through my grief at my own pace, and I also learned to – 
I actually had the best relationship with my stepmother I ever had before my dad was alive. Oh, and interesting. I had been um, able to have more empathy for her and and we communicate better and we're sharing more. She's more open. I'm more open. It's really been an amazing time of growth for both of us. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, it has been. Cool. Good. Okay. Um, and what advice can you offer people who are facing personal and professional change and loss? I mean, you've given us some awesome tips, but did you have anything else you wanted to share? Uh, I do. You know, I I think people are hesitant to change, but it's really important to embrace change. And and you're going to feel sad and you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to feel angry and bitter. Um, But when you let all that go a little bit and you try to be hopeful and you push towards growth, and being open, you'll be surprised who you'll meet and what insights you'll gain. And one of the things I want to say is it's important that you talk to people who you know and you trust, whether it's a therapist or a friend or any kind of confidant, and just, you know, nurture different relationships because I know we all want to sit around and binge watch Netflix or Amazon, but, (laughs) but, you know, it's important to be with people, and I'm guilty of that too. It's important to connect because we all say we're so busy and and we text and we don't pick up the phone but we all can help one another yeah we really really can um kind of on that note uh this morning i was having coffee with my husband and Mm -hmm. um we were both kind of looking at our phones trying to plan our schedule and for the evening and then i realized oh my gosh i've only got five minutes with you um I need to look at you. And I looked up for my phone and I said, let's actually make eye contact. And it was weird, right? Because <laughs> we spend so much time looking at our phones and texting and and, yeah. and being in front of people is, and actually making eye contact and looking at each other and focusing is um, is not what we're, you, we're used to doing anymore. And it really does pull us out of ourselves and give us a different perspective, too, when we can really yeah. be with people and allow them to be there for us, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I want to interject one more thing, is that one of the things I've learned to do is um, several years ago, um, my daughter became friends with this woman, and she was 94 at the time. She was volunteering at a um, retirement home, and we became friends with this woman, and we're still friends, and now she's 97. And, you know, we go through these days where we think, oh, this is the worst because this thing happened and that thing. And in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not that big a deal. If you if you take yourself out of the situation and you spend time with other people, and especially people that are older, I mean, people that don't have family and maybe they're confined to a wheelchair, you know. And so my advice also would be is try to get out there and maybe help others bring some joy and happiness to them, helps you get out of your funk too. Oh, it certainly does. It certainly does. Helping others, doing good out in the world helps us to see also how lucky we are in right. our own lives, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it takes us out of our mind. Um, thank you so much. For, that's such great tips. And so quickly, Janine, thank you. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines to see if we've got um, any questions or comments, or does anybody have anything they want to add? Okay. Looks like we've got a quiet group today. <laughs> hey, Pam. This is Pam. This is Pam. This is Pam. Yeah. Hi. Thank you, Janine. That was really, really great. Um, I I love being reminded not to beat myself up. Right. And and I don't have to be perfect when I do things. Oh. And, you know, all that self doubt. It's like it's okay. <laughs> exactly. And, and just, I, I need to, I think, make a uh, make a little sign for myself to put up on my mirror to remind myself that. You know, I I want to share something along that line. I remember being a procrastinator when I was younger. I, I think I was in fifth grade. I was supposed to do a project, and the night before I was doing it, it was the stupidest thing. And I I did this project, and it was like um, some monument. Uh, from like uh, Sumeria or something and the next day I woke up and the thing had sunken into a, like a mush and it was it was so embarrassing I was mortified and I had to bring it in and I go to school and you could tell most of the projects were done by the parents and there's a lot to be said for being real and, and doing things yourself and not being afraid of looking silly being genuine and that's what I mean. You can't beat yourself up. Just be real and be be kind to yourself. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And Tamara, I noticed you had something to say too. Yeah, just it, they're great reminders because um, way back in my earlier years with one particular company, there was this whole conversation around um, if you're in a bad mood or a sour mood or a funky mood or whatever, put your attention on someone else. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it seemed counterintuitive. Like, why would I want to bring this mood into someone else's face? But, um, <laughs> but when you do put your attention from a consciously present standpoint onto someone else and their excitement or their concerns or their worries, it, you can't be in two places at once. And so right. it, it, it takes the attention off me and my mood and um and then recently I've started going out dancing and um and that's been a great boy talk about fulfilling lots of buckets simultaneously it's a huge mood shifter it feels great to be in my body it feels great to be feminine and, and a woman and um relaxed and enjoying myself and then the serotonin that is along with all of that um so as long as we can turn off the chatter about oh whether we're good at it or not, as you were saying at one point. So, yeah, all excellent points. Oh, I love it. That's fantastic. Thank you guys so much. Does anybody else have anything they want to say? All righty. So if anybody wants to interrupt, please feel free. <laughs> but um, Janine, thank you so much for all that input. Sure. Um, did you have any specific offers you would like to share with my listeners today? I do. Uh, first of all, they can contact me. Uh, I'll give you my email address. Uh, it's Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E. -A -N -E -A -N -E, that's the hard part. J-A-N-E-A-N-E -A -N -E at K-U-C-I dot org. And I'm offering a free consult to anyone who's going through a tough chapter in their life, maybe 
they need some insight or guidance on how to embrace their funk and move forward into you know their own individual way. Thank you so much. That's so generous. Um, sure. Great. Thanks. So what I'm going to do, everybody, is um, put Janine's email address in the replay email that I send out so you can contact her directly and, um, and ask her any questions. And um, Janine, thank you again for being on the show. For having me. Sure. My pleasure. And um, for any listeners, if you aren't already getting my newsletter but would like to be informed about each upcoming Blissfits and also get other tips on how to live a blissful life, you can sign up by going onto my website, which is coreblisslife.com to do that. And Core Bliss Life is core like your internal core, so C-O-R-E and then blisslife.com. And also there's a special gift waiting there for you if you want to sign up. So um, thank you so much for joining us today on Bliss Bits, and I look forward to seeing you again next time. Remember, we're doing Bliss Bits now on the first and third Wednesdays of each month. And until next time, remember, bliss is your birthright. So go blissfully and create the life your heart deeply desires. Thanks, guys. Love you. Thanks thank so you. much. Thanks. Bye. Bye.